Hi, folks. Welcome to Katrin's Astro Insights. And uh, I'll be doing these podcasts maybe twice a month. So that'll be fun, covering various topics and, and certain things that are going on that are, you know, relevant and current. Currently, though, we have Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto retrograde. Um, this is definitely a triple whammy of retro-esque energies. And uh, retrograde does not always translate to what we may think as regressive or going backwards in psychology speak. It can be a valuable redress of issues, phobias, suppressed anger, that happens to just bubble up to the surface, and it can affect our daily lives in events that may be uncomfortable, um, yet they reveal a lot, and they release a lot, and they are definitely more, you know, in tune to getting you to the real you, to who you are. So retrogrades are in some ways a redress on the collective level, and personally as well. Um, Saturn retro right now has been traditionally viewed as, oh my God, a real drag. Things just don't go your way. And one can be in a state of prolonged suppression of rage with a Saturn retrograde aspect that may be hitting their chart personally, politically, culturally. And right now I can think of numerous world theaters of operation where Saturn retrograde throws some serious shade. I think we all know uh, as we look at the news every day, and not just in America. But in your chart, you can check where your Saturn is in and what house where the events of that energy, that Saturnian energy, will emerge or exhibit and how it will play out. Um, guaranteed, you will be presented with a lesson from Saturn because Saturn is the grand teacher of the zodiac and of all the planets, it definitely is. And if you have planets in uh, 9 to 13 degrees Taurus or Leo, Aquarius, you will certainly be experiencing Saturn's lessons one way or the other. In Taurus and Leo, you guys will be getting a particular hit with that. Um, that's a square aspect from Saturn. And it's a f these are fixed signs, Taurus and Leo. And you often do not enjoy imposed lessons in your ego area, in ego checks. So, um, you know, you can either get on board with the changes that are presented to you, um, imposed or changes that you choose, which is often not the case with fixed signs, or drag it out, you know, and then there's a personal refusal to move on and to learn that lesson. And it is a soul lesson here because resistance in these areas, especially with the Saturn aspect, is futile. Saturn, in the end, will always be able to um, influence or uh, definitely show you uh, where you're turning in the wrong direction <laughs> and where you're, you know, you're detouring in the in the in a way that's not going to truly be your destination. Um, so you need to pay attention to that. And you can look, look that up in your own charts, uh, where it may exist, especially in the houses, because the houses, it, they are the theater of operation. Aquarius planets, you know, will allow you to sense a new day, especially Saturn and Aquarius and dawning in your life. 
There will be some loss because Saturn always represents loss and changes at your core level. But in time, uh, that will expand your capacity to accept suffering and growth as a contribution to your life, enhancing your life experience. Saturn's message on the Earth plane in 3D, which, you know, we happen to be here in 3D. Maybe some of us aren't, but generally that's our area of operation. Saturn's message is Earth is not a playground, it's a schoolroom. It always teaches a lesson of some kind. Sometimes it's a little harsher than others, but, um, you know, if you're attuned to where your soul is moving or what you perceive to be your soulic process, generally speaking, you will move through it and you will actually, uh, you will actually win. You will actually, uh, triumph in the process. This can be internal wins for your own psychological growth, and it can also mean, on the event level, external wins. We live in the restrictive 3D dimension, you know, and it it is our collective fate to stumble through trial and error and to expand our awareness uh, in any way that allows us to do that. And it's often presented in ways that seem very strange or weird or, my God, how did that happen? (laughs) And why did that happen? Mercury is retrograde now, began on May 29th. It's going through to June 22nd in Gemini. And of course, the usual references to Mercury retrograde in popular culture and in astrospeak culture um, are, you know, things break down, you can't get anything done, you're just at a stalemate, nothing is growing, nothing is happening. People, you know basically bail on you or they don't do what you need them to do and life is just you know, sort of a crap show. But again, with Mercury retrograde, yeah, there's communication screw-ups, misinterpretations, stuff breaks down. But it really is about cleaning up old problems and often, depending on where it is in your chart, in what sign and in what house, it's about cleaning up your relationships, ending relationships that should have ended a long time ago, not holding on to things, not going back to, you know, the ex that's, you know, saying, come back to me, you know, let's get together again. It really is about completing that process. And it does take a few, you know, uh, times for this to happen. It may take over two or three retrograde Mercury cycles. This happens on a personal and definitely a collective level, as we see in the world. Like we have a a lot of planets now that are going into retrograde and, you know, everybody just that knows this stuff to a greater or lesser degree. Um, they're going, oh my God, you know, it's, things will be exploding. Uh, you know, we're going to be regressed back to certain levels of where we were before and can't we change this? Well, not necessarily. Uh, things often can move on in a better way when we redress the problem and we say, you know, this didn't work. And now I need to figure out a way that it will work so that I don't have to revisit this again. That's what Mercury Retrograde offers. It's the quintessential clean up on aisle, you name it. Whatever it is for you, that's what it is. Uh, That didn't work out. My God, Jesus, there's like 
massive cleanup there. That's the quintessential Mercury retrograde. And Pluto now is retrograde, the grand finale to right at the moment, these retrogrades. And for you Pluto people, those are the, the people that have Pluto on their ascendant in their charts, otherwise known as the rising sign, or they are Scorpios, or they have Scorpio rising. Uh, these are the big Pluto people. Um, it's retrograde now. It may uh, definitely uh, push you to redress some of the problems that you've had lately, or basically um, dig in deeper to your psychological POV and how you are experiencing yourself in the world right now and what you're doing. Um, retrograde grade Plutos are uh, often primarily collective in their in their uh, results and in their um, influences, rather. And um, collect by collective, I mean they can be on a wide political level and you know worldwide on a finite level, which I would call just the individual level and how we're experiencing them. They are definitely about upheaval and things changing fairly rapidly and fairly surgically. They're they're not fun unless you have a little bit of, um, you know, uh, you know, a you're able to get some some solace and some uh, way to soften the blow, as it were. They really dig in and go for the jugular, as it were, to make people see where the need is to change and to move the pieces around in our life that are not working. And Pluto is definitely uh, strong and it's, it's harsh. There's nothing um, real fun about it <laughs> at all, but that's its lesson. And that's actually its contribution. On the world level with Pluto retrograde, there'll be a lot of uh, rehashing of things and where things are going to go in the next few months. And it'll go through October 6th. So it's certainly going to be a very interesting ride um, in the United States where I live, and also around the world with other very gigantic issues of equality and um, the ability for people to actually express themselves and be heard. It's uh, not going to go away. It will truly be uh, vocal in every way possible. Anybody can make it. And if we think, you know, our troubles are over or we're just going to kind of go back to the same thing, we're not. We're cycling back a little bit in order to truly understand what we didn't do in the first place. So we're going to have an interesting period of time. That started April 27th going through October 6th at 26 degrees um, Pluto, the last time it was in Capricorn was from 1762 to 1777. And that was during our American Revolution. And, you know, by all appearances and events right now, we seem to be having, you know, our second revolution. Hopefully, this one will be um, a real uh upheaval that will result in true progress for the United States as it's it is having its Pluto return. Uh, that is not something personally, I would want to experience. Um, I have not had that. 
because Pluto transits very, very long time, many, many years. It takes forever to get through that, uh, get through a sign. And, um, but it, it does, uh, bring in the energy of blowing up whatever you thought you were or whatever you have desperately been trying to control for a long time. That's on a personal level with it, with it hitting your chart markers in there. And, um, you know, on a collective level, especially for America, having its first Pluto return since it was uh, basically uh, a country after, um, you know, the Declaration of Independence and all of that, uh, you know, it's having its first Pluto return. So it's really, you know, it's time to grow up. You're not a teenager anymore. You're actually in real life. You're a country that, you know, you may not think you've been around very long, but you definitely have had a, a tremendous impact on the world. And certainly in your own country, the things that we've had to go through, we've had to squeeze in more in this country, civil wars, revolutionary wars, more than any other country on earth. You know, England, thousand years plus, France, the, you know, it took time to go over these centuries and get crap done and expand and to clean up and to move on and to come into a new uh energy as the decades and as the centuries went on. America, you know, is like, here you are, just squeeze in 250 years plus or whatever and like work it out and just get it done. So we're in a very precarious position. But the issues are basically like if you were on a couch and Freud and Jung were there psychoanalyzing you um, in a dual analysis of of you, let's say you as a collective entity or you personally, they would just say something's got to give here. Uh, we've been working on your psyche for hours here and it's to your benefit. So you need to grow. You need to give in to what is being revealed and exhale and just allow the newness of the knowledge and the awareness emotionally to come through and be who you are, at least for the moment, and try to, you know, work on that and move with that as you carry on with your life. On the political scene for the U.S., Pluto is currently conjunct in exact degree to the U.S. natal chart, Pluto and Capricorn, 26 degrees. And America is experiencing its Pluto return. The political climate in the U.S. is certainly the essence of coming undone, which is what Pluto does before you have to do your makeover. You come undone first. You're a mess. We're going to pull you apart and put you back together again. And it's rife with chaos and uncomfortable revelations about who we are, who we've been. We are in the midst of really in our own way, a second revolution. The Pluto quality is, as the popular culture calls it, um, as we all know, the force is with you. Now use it for the benefit of everyone. Uh, it really is with us, but we have to use it for the benefit of all. Using it for personal uh, uh, personal uh, aggrandizement and uh, pumping up your own ego and all that stuff, that is going to ricochet. It is going to definitely uh, not be something that results well. As it as it, the saying goes, um, you know, this will not turn out well. So we have to expand the consciousness that is being uh, 
uncovered and forced upon us. And I don't mean it in the 1970s sense. I mean it in the sense that it's real here. All of that was a lot of cultural growth. This is true political uh, digging in and unearthing from within the government itself. The 70s were really more about the cultural expansion. This has now taken it up two or three notches to really getting in and uncovering and undoing what has been uh, insidiously going on in our government with our body politic for too long. So that's that element there. Now, if you have a cluster of planets in your chart in Capricorn, Taurus, or Virgo, right now you should be enjoying the Pluto ride in Capricorn because the trine aspects are releasing and they're often uh, calming and fun. Um, and they're also very creative. Uh, it's a thrill for all you practical Capricorns, Tauruses, and Virgos. It's a thrill because you can be practical and creative and super organized and creative. So it keeps working to your benefit. It should be very good for you people. I mean, nobody's giving you a hard ride. Squares are the hard ride. That's the real difficult part because you have to really calm yourself and blend when you have that square. You have to really know how to work that type of energy. It's a confrontational problem psychologically and and often, you know, uh, what you meet in your external life as well. And for, let's say here, the Aries folks, well, <clears throat> they're definitely going through it. Um, those with planets in the cardinal sign Aries, Pluto has been working you over since 2008. And it hasn't been a smooth ride, but Pluto has been in square to your Aries planets. So the earlier degrees, Aries, like the, you know, one and two, and maybe going into 10 degrees Aries, um, they're getting a break from the intensity of the Pluto square, which is a lot of upheaval, a lot of change. Um, yet there's growth because squares do provide for the growth psychologically, personally, and on the event level, the things that happen in our life. Um, but they definitely work you over. This is not a free ride. You really have to get on board with the plan. And you'll feel it. You'll experience it. There's loss. Um, Pluto squaring the, the, the Aries uh, element there, the cardinal sign Aries, in, and Pluto being in Capricorn, which is also a cardinal sign. You know, there's a lot of growth, but there's a lot of change that can be in the initial stages very unwelcome. But, you know, with Aries, um, you know, they are the true warriors of the Zodiac, and they will pull through any upheaval with flying colors. And we do always depend on them to do that. They definitely uh, give us that kind of energy to work with. The water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, Pluto is sextiling those water signs. So the sextile is very harmonious. Um, and you could certainly read up on it on Google. You can find it anywhere if you want to read about it. Very flowing, comfortable sextiles also are very creative. Uh, Pluto would be sextiling those aspects in your chart, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, if you have those in your chart, where you would be feeling more creative, you would be feeling more in tune with, you know, wow, I can really do this, or I can actually uh, start something new here. Pluto will push you. 
the sextiles, yes, they're creative, they're flowing, they're comfortable, but it's also an impetus to do things. It's also the process to say, I want to try something different. And um, so you're getting a good hit of that in terms of charts and, you know, the actual uh, personal way that you may view your own uh, natal chart and your transits and progressions, which I've done for years, but can't get into it here. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot to cover. But these retrogrades are here to um, allow us to redress certain things. And I always bring up the personal and the collective in these because we are participating in the collective process, whether we like it or not, whether in any country we're in. And we're also, you know, sort of consigned in a restrictive way to 3D, unless some of you out there are really in another dimension, which God, I hope you are. I'm sure it's fabulous. Um, but in this particular period of time, it's going to be even more upheaval. We're, we're definitely not out of that box yet. But there are some good things that are def definitely happening that I will get into later in some of my other podcasts. We'll get into Jupiter entering Pisces, which I, for one, am absolutely so happy about that. Jupiter and Pisces is just like, oh my God, it's like a waterfall of joy, of colors, just coming over you. It's fabulous. And, um, you know, it. if you have Pisces in your chart, if you have several planets or you are one, it's just, you know, it's like an exhale. It's like a wonderful time to, to really enjoy being in that Pisces watery sphere of life and enjoying your sense of self and who you are and your creativity. And it's a break for the planet, quite frankly. It really is. Uh, the planet needs a, a hit of Jupiter and Pisces for a couple of years, plus years. We need it. We've been just going through the ringer with all of this Capricorn energy. And and finally, Aquarius is cutting in through there and Saturn's in there. And Jupiter was in Aquarius for the last two years around there. So that's been good. Um, but there's a lot going on. And it's happening right here and right now. And um, the best way, if you can pull your chart out and look at these things, and they're, it's easy to get it done, you can find a way on the internet to do it. I've done them for years. Um, I'm not doing personal charts right now, but um, I may do that later on or at, answer questions during my podcasts uh, as far as questions that come in. But just become one with the experience of your true self, what you know right now, if you're going through these uh, pure mutations, which we all are. And these are guidelines. You know, nobody's saying that, um, you know, this is everything set in stone. But uh, these influences are, are, they do affect, they are strong, they are um Something that uh, from my teen years, which is on my podcast at the top, I have uh, been able to understand myself a lot better by understanding these kinds of energies. And of course, you, you do have to be skewed to understanding and enjoying and embracing more of what you would call your soul process in life. That's what I call it. It's a journey. And it isn't just about you know, eating good food and all that stuff. It's a, it's a soul journey that requires um, a lot of uh, understanding of where we come in in our environment and how we're interacting. 
But we'll get into Jupiter Pisces the next time. And uh, until then, you know, Jupiter is in its early stages of Pisces. So enjoy and be well and um, carry on. <laughs>